1: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
0: Coffee break, French Travel Diaries, Season 2, Episode 9. Salut tout le monde et bienvenue à Coffee Break French. Moi, c'est
1: Marc. Et moi, c'est Pierre Benoît. Comment vas-tu, Marc, aujourd'hui Ça va, je suis quand même un tout petit peu fatigué aujourd'hui, il faut dire. Ah, tu as as trop travaillé
0: J'ai pas bien dormi, en fait, cette nuit.
1: Ah, tu avais mal au dos, mal à la tête uh, non, j'avais trop
0: mangé, en fait.
1: <laughs> ah, d'accord. <laughs> d'accord. Ah bon, bah, ça c'est, ça veut dire que là, c'était de ta faute, en fait.
0: Oui, c'était de ma <laughs> faute. And a nice blue perfect in there. J'avais trop mangé. And just notice notice where the adverb goes. Trop before the past participle, but after the auxiliary verb. Just like beaucoup. J'ai beaucoup mangé. J'avais beaucoup mangé. And so on. Even when you're talking about eating too much, there's always an opportunity to practice and improve your French. We are going to be doing exactly 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 that today with our friends uh, Lucas, Théo, and of course Charlotte as they travel uh, well now through the the Loire Valley and to see some of the beautiful castles there. Uh, As usual, we're going to listen to the text and then we'll talk about the text afterwards. Pierre-Benoît, ça te va?
1: Moi ça me va très bien.
0: Alors, on y va? C'est parti. Allez.
2: Cela faisait longtemps que j'attendais ce jour. Aujourd'hui, nous avons visité non pas un, mais deux des châteaux de la Loire. Maintenant que nous sommes dans le Val-de-Loire, je me sens comme une vraie reine au château de Chambord qui se trouve à une heure de Tours. L'architecture française de la Renaissance m'a paru tellement colossale. Ce bâtiment immense a été construit uniquement pour servir de pavillon de chasse au roi François Ier. Et dire que mon université n'est même pas aussi grande que ça. L'autre château que nous avons vu s'appelle Villandry. Le bâtiment était un peu plus sobre et j'ai pris beaucoup de plaisir à marcher en silence dans les jardins magnifiques. Nous voici de retour à l'auberge à Tours. Le temps est clément, donc nous allons louer des vélos pour notre dernière soirée de vacances. On va pédaler sur les bords de Loire, qui est d'ailleurs le plus long fleuve de France. Je vais essayer de savourer chaque instant en observant les beaux paysages. Ce sera également un plaisir de sentir l'air frais sur mes joues.
1: Je crois que Charlotte uh, avait hâte de visiter les châteaux de la Loire, uh, Marc.
0: Oui, je pense que tu as raison. Uh, And actually, in this text, we've also seen some really nice expressions that I think we we can get into in greater detail as we go through the text. So let's go back to the beginning and we'll read each sentence as it comes.
1: Cela faisait longtemps que j'attendais ce jour.
0: Right, so here we've got j'attendais. Which tense is that? Let's have our listeners work that out. Which tense is j'attendais, E-I-S at the end? It must, of course, be...
1: The imperfect of the verb attendre.
0: So, I was waiting. And remember, in French, we say to wait for with one verb. It's attendre, and that has the for in already. So, attendre quelque chose to wait for something. So always try to think of the verb attendre as meaning to wait for, not just to wait. So, cela faisait longtemps que j'attendais ce jour. I was waiting for this day for a long time, but we actually take that a stage back in English, don't we?
1: Yes, you would use the plus perfect, wouldn't you, Mark?
0: That's right. So, I had been waiting for this day for a long time, but in French, that made a long time that I was waiting for this day. Cela faisait longtemps que j'attendais ce jour. We could also have used a different expression to, to, to say this same thing, perhaps using depuis.
1: Oui, j'attendais ce jour depuis longtemps.
0: Yeah, so two, two possibilities. J'attendais ce jour depuis longtemps, or cela faisait longtemps que j'attendais ce jour. So I've been waiting for this day
1: for a long time. Très bien. To go back to attend, Mark, you're right, the the proof for waiting for is already included. But I think we can also use the word to await. And in that case, when you say in English to await, you don't need for, am I right?
0: Exactly, yes. Yeah. So when you await something, it takes a direct object. So you await uh, the arrival of someone or something like that. It's probably slightly higher register in English, but uh, you're, you're absolutely right there. We've, we've got a, a direct translation of it with await
1: Aujourd'hui, nous avons visité non pas un, mais deux des châteaux de la Loire.
0: Okay, so we've got aujourd'hui, today, nous avons visité, we visited, non pas un, mais deux des châteaux de la Loire. So this is quite an interesting expression because we've got non pas, not just one or not one, mais deux, but two des châteaux de la Loire, of the castles of the Loire. So it, it always makes me wonder because I kind of feel that um, it sounds as if there are two words for not in there, Pierre <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: It does look a wee bit like redundant, if you know what I mean. It's like too many of them, but it's more like, it's like making an emphasis, if you want. We've not visited only one, but two of uh, amongst the, the Château de la Loire uh, valley.
0: Okay, so in English, we could say uh, not only one but two or not just one but two. And and we kind of run those together. So today we visited not just one but two castles of the Loire. And the same thing happens in French. Non pas un, mais deux.
1: Très bien, très bien. Excellent. Maintenant que nous sommes dans le Val de Loire, je me sens comme une vraie reine au château de Chambord qui se trouve à une heure de tour.
0: Okay, so maintenant que nous sommes dans le Val de Loire, now that we are in the Loire Valley, je me sens, I feel, comme une vraie reine, As a, uh, I feel like a true queen au château de Chambord, at the Chambord Castle, qui se trouve à une heure de tour, which is one hour away from
1: tour. Très bien. And it's interesting how in English you need to put the word away, whereas in French you yeah. don't need
0: to. Exactly. Qui, à qui se trouve, or qui est à... Une heure de tour, which is to be found at a distance
1: of one hour uh, from tour. L'architecture française de la Renaissance m'a paru tellement colossale.
0: OK, so l'architecture française, so the French architecture de la Renaissance, from the Renaissance, m'a paru tellement colossale. It seemed to me, that's the m'a paru, Tellement
1: colossal, it seemed to me so colossal, so huge. Ce bâtiment immense a été construit uniquement pour servir de pavillon de chasse au roi François Ier.
0: Okay, so here we have a uh, ce bâtiment immense, so this immense building or this huge building a été construit uniquement, so it was constructed but it was built solely. Pour servir de pavillon de chasse, to serve as a hunting lodge, mm-hmm. au roi François Ier, to, the, to King Francis the I, to King François the, the, the I.
1: Très bien. Et dire que mon université n'est même pas aussi grande que ça.
0: Okay, I like this. This is the, one of the, 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 the key things that I was referring to earlier when I said that there were some interesting expressions in this text. Et dire que. It's a great little phrase. And it's something that we say in English, but I think we would say it something like to think that my university n'est même pas aussi grande que ça. My university, and think of the size of a university, it's not even as big as this castle. But et dire que, pierre Benoît could you give us another example of et dire que?
1: Et dire que Marc a trouvé la bonne traduction en anglais pour cette expression, et moi je la cherchais.
0: Okay, to, to, to think that Mark found the, the translation, the, the correct translation of this in French, when you were still looking for it. <laughs> it's a useful, a useful expression because it's something that works on a variety of levels, a variety of, of uh, sort of registers, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it does. I mean, I was thinking about like, can you believe that my university is not even that big? But that would have been a, a lower register of language. I think to think is just spot on. Well done, Monsieur Mark.
0: Yeah, and I think what we're basically saying, the, the alternative way of saying this is uh, quand je pense que. So it's like just saying when I think that, but, but it's, you know, it's a nice expression. Et dire que mon université n'est, pas, n'est même pas aussi grande que ça. Très bien. Okay, we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in a moment to finish off the rest of the text. We wanted to let you know that we have a full online course linked to the Travel Diaries. We offer a set of lesson notes for each episode, providing explanations and additional examples of the grammatical points featured in the text. You can also practice your pronunciation as you read along with the original recording using the video version of the text. These additional materials are available in the Travel Diaries online course, and you can find out everything you need to know at coffeebreakacademy.com Okay, so today we are traveling through the, the, the Val-de-Loire with our friends and they have so far visited the Château de Chambord. Yeah, and
1: they're going to visit Neuve, Villandry. Très bien, okay, donc vas-y, continue. L'autre château que nous avons vu s'appelle Villandry. Okay, so the
0: other castle which we saw s'appelle Villandry is called Villandry. Interesting to see here that we do have a preceding direct object being the l'autre château que nous avons vu. But of course, since château is masculine, then we don't see any changes to vu.
1: So what would happen? What would happen, Mark, if we had a plural like les autres châteaux que nous avons vu?
0: Très bien. Well, if it were les autres châteaux with an X on the end for the plural form, que nous avons vu there, our vu would have to take an S on the end because there is more than one castle and it's a masculine plural thing, therefore we need that S on the end of vu, V-U-S.
1: Très bien, très bien. Et, and if it was les autres uh, abeilles?
0: Uh, les autres abeilles, uh, well, they would be feminine plural, therefore we would need vues at the end. Excellent, excellent. Okay, let's continue.
1: Le bâtiment était un peu plus sobre et j'ai pris beaucoup de plaisir à marcher en silence dans les jardins magnifiques.
0: Ok, le bâtiment était un peu plus sobre. So the building was a little more sort of simple, understated perhaps,
1: mm-hmm. or less ostentatious. Oh yes, <laughs> I like that.
0: Yeah, it's, I always think it's it's nice to 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 know that we can translate something as the opposite in mm-hmm. a sense because what we've got here is they were a little more. Understated, or a little less overstated, as it were. So both mean the same thing. We've got that option when we're translating. So le bâtiment était un peu plus sobre. Of course, it's the same word as sober, but more in a in a in a sense of meaning simple or plain or understated. Um, et j'ai pris beaucoup de plaisir. We've seen prendre du plaisir à faire quelque chose. I took great pleasure. I really enjoyed. A marcher en silence, walking in silence, dans les jardins magnifiques, uh, in the magnificent
1: gardens. Mark, can you can you uh, help me here? How come we have de plaisir, when actually you said the expression was prendre du plaisir à?
0: Très bonne question, très bonne question. We've got, of course, another word in the middle, and that is beaucoup. So j'ai pris beaucoup de plaisir, and we always know it's beaucoup de and that is replacing the prendre du plaisir à faire quelque chose.
1: Merci beaucoup, je n'étais pas sûr.
0: <laughs> don't say that. People are supposed to trust you with, the, with your, your, your knowledge of French. I have to say that, that marcher en silence dans les jardins magnifiques is one of the things I love doing. When we go to visit, a, I don't know, a stately home or a castle or, or just walking in the gardens, it's very relaxing.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm the same, Mark. I love visiting uh, uh, churches and and castles. And I just think there's so much has happened through through the years, you know, that uh, uh, I just I just find, it, find, find them all fascinating.
0: Bien, très bien. OK, um, let's continue on with our
1: text. Nous voici de retour à l'auberge à Tours.
0: OK, so nous voici de retour à l'auberge à Tours. So we've got retour and... Tour, two words here, very, very poetic here. Nous voici de retour. Here we are back à l'auberge à Tours and the hostel in Tour.
1: Le temps est clément, donc nous allons louer des vélos pour notre dernière soirée de vacances.
0: OK, Clément... Is a lovely word. I think it's terribly French. I think this word really sounds French. Do, would you say that this is used? I, I think in English, clement weather, or we would probably be more likely to talk about inclement weather than we would be about clement weather. But that it definitely is quite a a high <laughs> register in
1: English. <laughs> I'm laughing because I think your weather is 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 unfortunately yeah inclement <laughs> compared to the <laughs> French weather, Mark. So you're bound to say uh, inclement yeah.
0: But in, in French, is Clément a, a, a posh word?
1: Yeah, it's a wee bit posh, yeah. It's a higher register of language.
0: Okay, well, obviously, Charlotte is a very articulate person. Le temps est clément. The, 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 the weather is mild, it's uh, pleasant. Donc, nous allons louer des, des vélos. So, we're going to rent some bicycles pour notre dernière soirée de vacances, for our last evening of uh, holidays, of, of vacation.
1: On va pédaler sur les bords de Loire, qui est d'ailleurs le plus long fleuve de France. Can I just ask you about the verb pédaler, Pierre Benoit, because pédaler can also mean
0: to hurry. As in suaté?
1: Yes, suaté ou aller aller plus vite, okay? I tend not to use it that way. I would use other uh, other expressions, dépêche-toi ou magné-toi, which is a lower register of language. Um, I I would tend to associate uh, uh, pédaler with, with someone being on the bike.
0: Okay. However, there is definitely an expression using pédaler that we can use in a figurative way, and that's pédaler dans la choucroute, n'est-ce pas?
1: <laughs> oui, pédaler dans la choucroute, literally to pedal in the sauerkraut.
0: Sauerkraut, yeah. So when you're if you're pedaling in sauerkraut, you, you ain't going anywhere fast, are you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Exactement. Or pédaler dans le vide.
0: Mm -hmm. So pedalling in the the emptiness
1: Yes and also I don't know if you I I used to cycle quite a lot When I was younger And uh, depending what you were on, the, yeah, the, 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 the big one. You were actually mouliné. So you could nearly stay on the spot and not going too, too fast, you know, with your, with your racer. And people would say, tu moulines, tu mouliner? meaning you're not going anywhere. You're not going further here, further forward. So if you say to someone, but qu'est-ce que tu fais là, tu mouline Okay, you're not, you're, not, you're not doing what you should be doing. You know, hurry up.
0: So mouliner is the verb to grind.
1: Yes. Je vais essayer de savourer chaque instant En observant les beaux paysages.
0: OK, I'm going to try to savor each moment, de savourer chaque instant en observant les beaux paysages, en, uh, by uh, observing the the beautiful countryside, the beautiful scenery.
1: OK, can you say the the, the verb again, Mark? Because that's a lovely verb, isn't it?
0: Yeah, thanks for that. Observing in
1: English. Uh, and in French?
0: Observer.
1: Très bien. Donc ce n'est pas en observant, but en observant. It's got to be a strong S. And that's a very good, it's a very good um, a way of dis- distinguishing or uh, making a difference between the the, the French pronunciation and, and the English pronunciation.
0: Yeah, It's tricky to have this closed sound with ob um, and then serve afterwards. Observe, observant. Obs-
1: Observe, yeah, en observant.
0: Okay, and let's uh, do the final sentence.
1: Ce sera également un plaisir de sentir l'air frais
0: sur mes joues. So it will be also a pleasure. So earlier, we took pleasure in doing something, and here, ce sera un plaisir, it will be a pleasure, de sentir l'air frais, to feel the fresh air, sur mes joues, on my cheeks to feel the, the fresh air on my,
1: on my face. Yeah, I suppose you would, you could turn this around in English and saying something uh, would be a delight, a pure delight, or a, a joy.
0: Exactly. Okay, let's listen again to the whole text now. C'est parti.
2: Cela faisait longtemps que j'attendais ce jour. Aujourd'hui, nous avons visité non pas un, mais deux des châteaux de la Loire. Maintenant que nous sommes dans le Val-de-Loire, je me sens comme une vraie reine au château de Chambord qui se trouve à une heure de Tours. L'architecture française de la Renaissance m'a paru tellement colossale. Ce bâtiment immense a été construit uniquement pour servir de pavillon de chasse au roi François Ier et dire que mon université n'est même pas aussi grande que ça. L'autre château que nous avons vu s'appelle Villandry. Le bâtiment était un peu plus sobre et j'ai pris beaucoup de plaisir à marcher en silence dans les jardins magnifiques. Nous voici de retour à l'auberge à Tours. Le temps est clément, donc nous allons louer des vélos pour notre dernière soirée de vacances. On va pédaler sur les bords de Loire, qui est d'ailleurs le plus long fleuve de France. Je vais essayer de savourer chaque instant en observant les beaux paysages. Ce sera également un plaisir de sentir l'air frais sur mes joues.
1: Et voilà encore un épisode Oui, et c'est, ça m'a donné envie de, de retourner en, en Touraine pour visiter les châteaux.
0: Très bien. That's us for another episode of Our Travel Diaries, the penultimate episode in the series. And if you would like to access the lesson notes, which accompany this lesson, and also the video version, where you can practice your pronunciation, then head to coffeebreakacademy.com, where you'll be able to find everything you need.
1: You're right, Mark. and each week we're posting photos on our Instagram account of the beautiful places visited by Charlotte and her friends, so make sure you check that out. And please let us know if you've visited these places and search for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram.
0: We will be back next time with a final episode in our series. Until then, merci beaucoup, comme d'habitude, et à la prochaine! Salut! You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2021, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2021, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.